Welcome to Show Center, the Air Show podcast. I'm Matt Jolly, joined as always by my good friends Ricky Peterson and out of work Air Show announcer Rob Ryder and myself. We're all out of work Air Show announcers, except Rob. We certainly are. Rob is actually, for those of you who don't know, Rob has has sunk solo as to start playing at bars again <laughs> with a with a band called Soul Crusher. Isn't that right? I mean, it's Soul Crush. Soul yes, Crush the, in Cincinnati. Yeah, and one of the guys in the band, Gary Griffin, is the son of Doolittle Raider Tom Griffin. No, that's really cool. So that's pretty cool. Oh. But but yeah, I, I actually did. Uh, I sang for drinks and dinner. That's I love what it. I did. And it was a good set. You put it up on Facebook. If those of you haven't seen it, Rob plays a little guitar. Um, actually made How a career out of it. the guitar? Yeah, it's <laughs> actually a ukulele. <laughs> Very tiny. And he plays it uh, well. And, How are you? And faked my way through American Pie. It sounded good, though. Everybody good? So, yeah, I've, I've given up on civilization, as you know, and the uh, the quest to find a new home has finally come to its completion, and uh, that'll be the end of having to deal with real estate agents, uh, hopefully forever. Now, not not to malign them all, just most of them. And uh, it's <laughs> we have now become islanders. We are living uh, at a place, or will we? We move. January 20th. No uh, political insert jokes at this time, please. We'll stay away from that, but we <laughs> moved January 20th into the new home, and it's accessible only by boat. And the neighbors, by the way, get around with a, a team of horses and a buggy. And I That can't. is so cool. I am thrilled for you guys. Rick. I am too, That's Rick. I, I, I seriously always thought you'd make a great Amish, and I'm so happy uh, that you... <laughs> That you've taken yes. on this this and, new uh, and this new and if COVID continues and you don't have air shows, you can build furniture. That's right. No, we're building we're building a fence around the island. This was part of thinking. Who's going to pay for it? It's like just stay away. <laughs> That's and right. I've got countless friends. Quebec is Quebec is going to pay for it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. These folks that work and live in Toronto that know me. All want to know what island, and I am not about to tell them ever. <laughs> so you just stay away from my island and don't even think about bringing your big real estate agents down here because I've had quite enough of it. Thank you very I, much. I think, Rick, that you ought to get uh, get raided uh, in a, for helicopters and get an R-22. Well, there is a heliport on the island. Well, there so, you go. And so, a radio station. And a radio station you can work. There's a radio station down the street, which I may have to use because the internet <laughs> is <laughs> It's a dial-up thing that goes. I uh, there is a radio station down the down the road in a barn, uh, which I thought was very very appealing, and I thought this is cool. They've got their own radio station, and then I realized under the silo was their outhouse. So apparently, it doesn't have a washroom, but I'm in as long as it has internet or something. Maybe that's great. where. Yes, from yeah. But enough about that. No, I, I think it's wonderful. You want to you want to get into prop wash right now? I think we should. Let's do it. What do we have? Oh, is, is that Boggs? It was Bo He snuck in there every once in a while. I don't know how he does that, but what do we have in prop wash, Mr. Peterson? Uh, it's actually should be called jet wash this time because they don't have much prop in the prop wash. But it looks like the Blues, the Blue Angels, are out of the Legacy Hornets, and it's all forward now to the uh, to the new Super Hornets. They finally said their goodbyes to the old jet. Meanwhile, the Thunderbirds are taking a well-earned vacation. 
from all of the shows they did this season. Did I like I make the way me it sound like some kind of a jab? <laughs> I, I was just going to say, and you know, like every everybody in COVID is coming out a little larger. The Blues are going to come out thirty percent larger, and that uh, in that right, yes, uh, Rob Ryder, a, a much larger jet all the way around. Exactly. It's a bigger 42, show. 42,000 pounds of thrust. And by the way, uh, when Tom Frosch uh, started, exper- the former boss, one of the former bosses started experimenting with the Super Hornets, he flew the profile as lead and in the diamond dirty loop, you know, it's the only jet performed by no other jet team in the world today. The diamond dirty loop, he literally had to come out of afterburner or he gone too fast. That's That's how powerful those supers are. It's going to make for a louder air show oh. season. Oh, man. And because that Super Hornet is loud with all of that thrust. And uh, when they do that nice burner pass uh, in formation and turn the uh, turn the pipes toward the crowd, that's going to be really something. Oh, it's that's fun to right. Matt fly off the top of the trailer. That's it's right. It's going to blow the COVID right out of the air. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> well, listen. So that's the vaccine. Yeah, that's, that's the vaccine. <laughs> Jet fuel. Yep, that's why we all had it. We haven't seen him in a, you know in a year, so clearly that's uh, run amok. Now that was a clear one. I'm sorry for that. But uh, what what else is going on, Rick? That's it, pretty much. <laughs> the, snowbirds, <laughs> the snowbirds are continuing to uh, do their workups. They, I think we uh, should touch on the fact that there will be uh, as they put together the season, and we'll find out where they're going to go and hope to go uh, next year at the convention. And again, why it's so important to be at the convention this year. But uh, the Snowbirds are working under restrictions for next year. Uh, the safety report or the report after the accident, the final report, is due very soon. And uh, But going ahead, uh, they need longer runways now, uh, quite a bit longer, and, um, and no overwater at this point. And that's some concern for some of the biggest shows, are like Toronto, and that's an overwater show. Uh, so that restriction right now is, is uh, we don't know what the whole story is going to be. We'll find out again at the convention whether or not uh, they're going to be able to do a show like Toronto. And the other aspect of this, uh, some of their workups when they get to Comox, British Columbia, after they get the whole team together and go and, and do their finalizing uh, training maneuvers and stuff, some of that is over water as well. So that's raised some concerns, and we'll see as it goes along. Uh, they've been... Uh, letting us know and, and letting the ICAST community know about uh, these issues, and hopefully they'll have fixes for them. But uh, that's the way they're going forward at this point, and we'll find out more officially uh, their forums and everything at the convention. I love it. Speaking of the convention, at, well, I'm pointing at Adam Glowalski, who's standing by now. He's joining us to talk a little bit about the convention. Look, I, the three of us, I, we, we are helping with the convention as moderators on some of the forums, but, but I don't have a good grasp, mainly because I, like a lot of people, have not taken the time to watch the webinar on just what this virtual booth is. And I know that when I talk to some of the friends in the business, they all say the same thing. What, what is this? What is it? What is it? And I think the, the three of us can, can say relatively certain that we're excited about the convention, we want to go, but we have, uh, as Boggs would say, no idea. Of, no, uh, idea. No, idea. Right, no idea. No idea. No idea. Yeah, Boggs has no, no, I have I have no, no idea. idea. At the That's, so anyway, Adam is here to, to share with us just just exactly what this is, uh, with this virtual convention. It, Adam, thanks for coming on and, and, and boiling it down for us. Uh, Matt, Rick, Rob, thanks so much for having me. Uh, yeah, and we're, we're super excited about the uh, virtual convention. And we know... Um, 
there's a lot of questions about uh, what what specifically things are. The exhibitor webinar hopefully helped to answer some of those questions and and definitely added a couple on the top. Uh, but hopefully we're we're working towards uh, getting all of those answered. On top of that exhibitor webinar, uh, which you were just talking about, we have uh, an attendee webinar coming up on Wednesday, so that's tomorrow uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it'll be hosted, basically streamed live on our ICAST YouTube page. Uh, we sent a link out on Friday in the Fast Facts, uh, but we will likely send a link out uh, yet today or uh, first thing tomorrow as a reminder link for everybody. But that attendee webinar, the goal of that uh, is to be kind of a 30,000-foot view of the entire platform itself, of the virtual convention platform. So we'll talk about how the education sessions will work. We'll talk about how the virtual exhibit hall will work uh, for for attendees. Um, it's not, again, not focused on exhibitors. The, the exhibitor webinar was kind of something we did in the past, and we're likely to do another one here soon. Um, and we'll also talk about the communication options uh, which within the tool, which are pretty robust, uh, allowing you to schedule meetings with other people in the convention, one-on-one uh, -on -one live, uh, basically Zoom meetings of sorts. Uh, you can create group meetings. Uh, so if there's, if, if the, the three of you wanna have a group meeting with me, just because you like chatting with me, we know that's that's great. Although I know you like chatting with Cudahy a little bit better, so oh, you can, I don't know about you can, that. You can schedule a meeting with John, stuff like that. So there's there's a lot of options within the tool, and it's it the easiest way is for us just to show it to you. And so hopefully tomorrow, we'll, not hopefully we will tomorrow, uh, be showing that off uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern, and you'll get a you'll get kind of the first glimpse of what the uh, virtual convention looks like. And let me just back up here. Adam Glowalski, of course, is our uh, is our marketing guy for the International Council of Air Shows. Uh, it, it, more importantly, Adam, these webinars, for folks like me who don't understand the way all this stuff really works, they're recorded too, so it, I don't have to be there when it's actually going out. I, I can watch it at any point, right? Including the previous one. Absolutely, yep. The uh, the exhibitor webinar is was pre-recorded and is that is actually posted on our um, YouTube page, I believe it it might be unlisted, so I'll, I'll make sure I, I get it listed, or else we'll re, we will resend out that link as well. I believe we did that in the fast facts. The attendee webinar uh, will be also recorded as well, and you'll be able to watch that. Just a kind of a clarification on those those these kind of pre webinars are pretty much a here's an overview of what the platform is. They are not meant to be instructional in any way, shape, or form. Uh, obviously, you'll you'll learn a little bit about it from from just kind of watching it and going, okay, I get it. I see how I can update this or add that. But they there will be specified instructional webinars that will also be recorded uh, that'll be coming here in the next uh, couple of weeks. We'll have one specifically for exhibitors. We'll have one specifically for attendees. Um, we'll actually have one for our speakers. And uh, and then likely we'll have to have one dedicated one for our our moderators because they're just hand it's hand holding galore with these three guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a very special one for Ralph Royce, and uh, we won't even go into that. It's uh, <laughs> that that involves yeah, I think a crew of Project four. Luddite. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so I'm just kidding, Ralph. I'm just kidding. 
Adam, just so I understand this correctly, some of these instructional ones, they they would be open to those who have not yet made a decision as to whether or not they're going to attend the convention at all. Is that correct? And if they are have been exhibitors in the past, they, it'll help move them toward choosing to exhibit virtually uh, so that they still get those, uh, can establish those contacts with potential clients uh, and, and, and book work, right? Yeah, some so some of the pre the the preview webinars are are what's kind of geared towards people that are that are, have not yet pulled the trigger and are still interested um, in jumping over the fence and and joining the convention, which we absolutely urge you to do. Um, the instructional webinars, the the actual information, those emails will be sent out to those those exhibitors who are actually already registered as exhibitors. So likely, if you are if you are not an exhibitor, you will not see those instructional webinars. Um, and, we we will likely share those via the website too. If you if you kind of peek around, you can probably see them at some point. But the goal of those is not to is not to get you to be an exhibitor. The goal of those is to help our exhibitors understand how to how to best use the tool. Uh, right. gotcha. Now you sent out in the meantime to some of us who are helping out. You sent out this wonderful list. I think there's 14 things on it. The things to do, you know, and not do when it comes to hosting these things. When it, lighting, for example, and all of that, and I just I wanted to take an opportunity to point out that you have missed a very important one. Please advise all to wear pants for the love of God, even <laughs> though you may not be seen below the waist. There could be a moment where you have to stand up and go answer a door or get yourself another cup of coffee. Please wear pants, okay? I'll I'm make sure. Saying. I'll make sure it becomes a 15-point list. Absolutely. Yeah. Or at the very least, subcategory 14A, wear pants. <laughs> Category B, at least clean underwear. Okay? And, and I'm, I'm sure that you've already thought about this, but but next year when we're all together, will there be a best of uh, of the virtual convention? Will there be? The, will those moments be captured and saved forever to be played like a, on the Jumbotron? Like train? Outtake reel? Yeah, is that like a great, about? I mean, yeah, because you know it's going to happen. I mean, it is, Absolutely. it is going to happen, and I think someone needs to be mindful It'll of that. most mostly be Rob Ryder, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> It'll mostly be me, I'm Wait sure. But, but yeah, but you're, you're right. I mean, we, we are going to have a lot of fun. Paint the picture, though, Adam. Look, walk me through what a virtual booth is, is going to look like. Well, okay, so I'm actually looking into the tool right now, but a virtual booth is essentially your own dedicated space on the uh, on the exhibit site. You can share photos, you can share descriptions, uh, you can uh, run polls, ask questions, uh, people can answer those. There's discussion areas, uh, so you can have discussions with individuals, you can have discussions in public, basically. It's almost like your own little discussion forum of sorts. You can share files, whether those be videos, those are PDFs, those are Word documents, if they're if you've got contracts, stuff like that that you want to have up there, you can have that there as well. Um, and then you can also share, you can embed video. So if you've got a uh, YouTube video, and we are urging our exhibitors um, who have registered, uh, we are going to allow, we want them to send in a, uh, a video, a one-minute video like we have done in the past, but we are going to be um, helping to spread that out to the, uh, the rest of the ICAST community to help promote those exhibitors. So uh, there, there are lots of options within that, but then also within that uh, exhibitor area, uh, you you have a what what we call a virtual trade show booth, 
which is kind of the internal actually, well your your booth itself is is always live during the convention but then you actually have a a live live booth where you can go in and you have your own internal meeting that runs however long you want it to uh, during the during the virtual exhibit times and so you can actually bring people into that meeting and you can talk with two five ten a hundred people if you'd like uh, about about your product and help to sell yourself to uh, whoever is whoever is doing the buying so that that virtual exhibit hall is comprised of those booths with that information but then also the the ability to go in and individually interact with those exhibitors is there someone we can pay to just set this thing up for us because i know, yes, I, know I, I, I mean i'll do that i'll be happy yeah my, is there uh, a contractor by the way is twenty five thousand dollars that's great i've asked for a screwdriver on the convention floor before and that's about I the same price ten thousand <laughs> so we'll bring in we'll bring in freeman for you yeah yeah but i, I mean seriously though is there is there somebody that we can pay to do this because it sounds like a, a, a lot it's a bit daunting and, I, and i'm just curious about that it sounds daunting although i would i would certainly say that it is not as daunting as it sounds um being having set the, some of these up i know i'm i'm relatively web savvy and it was super simple for me and i know people that are not quite as web savvy um there there'll be pretty pretty easy walkthroughs that'll that'll help them but we will in every way we can help you to set up your your virtual space all right so I after parlor and MeWe. you have set up if you have set up a facebook page and matt you have and and rob and stuff i think you can do this it's it's that right. simple every little thing is uh, dedicated and labeled so you know what you're dropping it into uh, so I, uh, I think it's going to be easier than a lot of people think, like a lot of things when it comes to the internet and in the, as the frustrations build up, Adams, they've got folks to bail you out, right? Absolutely. We are here. We are certainly here to help with that. So with, within yeah, the entire convention, it pops up. You can be ahead. a little bot for us on that, you know, it pops up in the bottom. <laughs> you got a question? Adam's here to help. Chatter there is an, there is an entire help desk page on the site that, goes through walkthroughs on how to actually opening up that page right now, how to, as an attendee guide, there's a speaker guide, there's an exhibitor guide. Um, we have tutorials for all um, frequently asked questions and then ways to actually contact and, and integrate um, support questions. So there, there are certainly easy options for connecting with us um, within the, within the tool itself. And prior to that, we will, do everything we can to help support uh, what what we can. I'm so excited have, about this. Have you slept at all since <laughs> this decision was made? Because you guys, this, ICAST yeah. does not have a large staff to begin with. Everybody's hurting this year. You're all like, you know, you're you're working extra hours. You have to be to put all this together. And uh, I just hope people appreciate that, you know, because uh, this is this is a big effort, a lot of work, and we're at a time with this industry where we all have to support one another. And I think it's crucial that we all be at this thing virtually or not this, this, uh, this December. Absolutely. And I would say that sleep's been relatively limited, but I think the, the job at hand is uh, uh, of utter importance. And to, to my understanding and to my ability to the best of my ability um, and, and all of the people on the ICAST team, uh, we are doing everything we can to make this a successful convention and to help to bring our membership together uh, to work towards a successful 2021 and well beyond that. Um, 
and and like we had talked about in the past, uh, actually coming up yet this week, we've got some uh, keynotes, uh, keynote uh, announcements of what our three keynotes will be. Uh, they're pretty exciting, and uh, we're looking forward to that. And and overall, I would just say this this entire convention has come together. The education sessions have come together really well. Um, and as a membership, I know we will be able to regroup and and tackle uh, the the next year coming ahead, uh, working together uh, and doing that. And and the one of the bigger things that everybody always asks are asks this question. Um, day one, uh, early on day one, we will have uh, demo team schedules ready to announce. So you, yeah. you want to be there for that. Let me ask, if I may, Adam, about those education sessions, because when I'm working there at convention, I seldom have an opportunity to attend very many of those education sessions. Now, they will, I understand, only be available to see live or on demand afterwards by those people who have actually um, signed up as attendees or delegates to the convention. But the fact of the matter is, in, a, in in no small way, it's a greater advantage for those of us who want to be able to go back and pick up something that we've not been able to see before. And that's going to that's going to open it up to the whole membership to to uh, to be able to attend sessions that they never could have attended while being in Las Vegas. Absolutely, Rob. That's that's dead on. Um, we've got as as a registered attendee, you won't be able to access this without being a registered attendee of the convention. Um, you will have, obviously, like Rob said, you can you can view any of these live. You can interact with them live when they are live. And then shortly thereafter, uh, they will become a recorded piece that you can come back and review. And with with 27, I believe we have 27 breakout education sessions. If you want to watch each and every single one of them, you are more than welcome to come back and watch each and every single one of them. And that's the that's the beauty of of all of this is that you can is that informational that knowledge is saved and can be reviewed uh multiple times if you'd like and 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 that's that's the key to all of this i have and a there are conventions where i wish i'd have had that where i have gone literally at uh, you know 6 30 a.m left the bar and gone right to a 7 a.m <laughs> session <laughs> the life of me, I have no idea what went on in that session so this is you see this is even it's all going to be great I'm excited about it, Adam, and I really I mean that. I, I really am excited about it. I, I'm trying to go through my list of questions here uh, that, that other folks have asked me. Uh, one of them was marketing, and I have a marketing question on this. How, how do you, in a virtual, in a virtual space, uh, attract people to your booth? Is there, is there a way that you can get an advantage on that if you want to spend some marketing money? Or how, how does that work? Um, we have, as a as an exhibitor, we have some upgraded exhibit spaces. I don't know the current status. I know our top level was sold out. Um, I know our mid level is might still have some availability, but I need I would need to check on that. And that would be a a Karen Connors question. She's our uh, exhibitor um, coordinator, and she's a she's an absolute um, wonderful person that is handling all of that. The as an exhibitor, I would say. Setting up, I mean, being being aware of of the information that we we share with you as far as when we get to the setup point, being on top of that, setting that up, and and basically it shows the more proactive you are, the more successful you will be um, here. Just because it, it the, there's so much within this software that allows you to connect with with people and to and and to network with people that y you. If you're on top of it and you want to market yourself, you will be able to do that. 
And that's an advantage for someone just getting into the business. That was one of the questions is, well, I'm not an established person. How am I going to, how am I going to break in this year? And I mean, this really levels the playing field in a lot of respects. Absolutely. Yep. No longer can you buy all of those uh, booths, 16, 17 of them right near the main entrance. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You are. Well, you do have those choices, though, a premium, as you said. And that's good news that you've sold out uh, certain things. So that means, uh, obviously, the membership's starting to get this and, and getting on board. Yeah, we've had a lot of really good engagement um, from the membership, from our exhibitors. Uh, and we've, we've been getting some really good engagements from some of our top sponsors as well. And so we're, we're looking forward to being able to uh, share all of that with the membership uh, come December. Well, we've all been setting up our parlor and MeWe accounts and our everything else accounts. It seems like I've seen a flurry of that on social media, people setting up all this new stuff. So if you can do that, there is hope for even people like me that just, uh, I don't know what it is, Adam, but it seems like whenever I start down this road, I just mess it up and I don't understand it. But I'm, I'm encouraged by what, by what you've said today. Rick has some insider oh, knowledge then, on it. And then, and then I get the, you know, 10.30 p.m. calls. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean when it says this, Rick. I don't have any uh, idea. What am I doing? Love of God. <laughs> so, well, I, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be great, and I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, seeing all this. What about this, the, the social aspect of this? Because, you know, we all know Rob is such a social butterfly down at the bar late at yeah. night and oh, always yeah. running around buying drinks for people. And say, how, how is that component going to fit into this, Adam? Well, the I mean, there are for each each night uh, we're having award ceremonies um, and posted award ceremonies. We are having a uh, short toast um, time to to toast the award winners, um, to kind of interact and and work with people. Um, beyond that, it's kind of it's up to you on on some of the uh, the late night interacting. Um, we'll 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 leave that off the books more or less, but. The I think that there's plenty of opportunities for for people to to network with each other within the within the platform itself. But I I, I know everybody wants to be in Vegas, um, and everybody just wants to be together, and we completely understand that. And and we're doing I think this is this is the best option that we have um, currently, and and we are we are going to do everything we can to embrace it and help and help everybody to uh, to utilize it and be successful with it. Are the awards uh, moments black tie? Good question. Because uh, that's, that's another way for me to save $15 this year because my, my tuxedo <laughs> rentals have well, been ruined. Are they black tie optional or is it black tie required or pants optional or what are you? Yeah. Well, pants for sure. That's a given. But uh, the upper part now, I guess you can wear a tux if you want to. <laughs> I'll have to come up with another $15. You're, you're looking very nice though right now, Rick. And the folks at home can't see you, but with your... You're all black. You're sort of just a disembodied head right now. I've been living there. in a sweatsuit since March, by it's the way. It's a ninja look. I have not gotten out of a sweatsuit since March except to wear shorts <laughs> down to the Costco and get our groceries. And it always matches my mask. It's Is there a Costco nice. on the island, Rick? No. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> I can get my eggs. The guy next door has chickens. And he says, you any food compost, throw it over the fence. They eat anything. <laughs> and, uh, and he says, well, that, I'll give you eggs. And I thought, I'm in. Now the eggs are off. I've checked the eggs. Uh, there's sheep farms everywhere. And uh, and apparently there's one beef farm and the cows. The guy 
closest neighbor to me milks all the cows, so I think we're going to get the milk dealt with too. So we're uh, we're we're making progress. We can grow our own food there. We've got enough land. That sounds is like so Iowa, freak, you know. I mean, it sounds like Iowa to me. Funny you would say that, Mike Wiskus. Hey, sent him a picture of our backyard. And he said it made him homesick. It did look like Iowa. It's a big island. The island's the size of Manhattan, but there's only 300 people on it. So it's pretty cool. I can't wait. I'm so happy that uh, that you found a forever home. And uh, yeah. I don't think we'll ever see you again once you run off to Donnybrook Farm rating. there. You get a float rating, you can come visit, Rob. Can we put them on the RV? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Once. I've seen Once. skis on an RV, but no floats. Yeah. Ooh, boy. Well, it's going to be fun. And Adam, thank you for coming on and clearing this up. I mean, seriously, this is this has been good, and I appreciate the insight into this. When when is the uh, the day that that you sort of open the gates and everybody can rush in and start working on this stuff? Populate populating their site. As far as the exhibitors, it'll be it'll be about a week in advance, and we'll we'll send that date out to the exhibitors. We don't we I don't think we have the official date set, but I think it'll be about a week in advance. You'll be able to hop in there and start updating and adding and and tweaking. What a treat! Hey, that's really super of you to bring all this information to us, Adam. So you're very, you're very welcome, guys. Um, the the key to all of this is we are there's a lot of information here, and we are trying to slowly not just slowly disseminated out we are trying to get it out bit by bit piece by piece um and so we're we're doing our best to to make sure that you you have everything in your hands prior to the convention and 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 we hope that uh, uh you'll all join us and we're we're really really excited uh for what this is yeah well you guys are doing the work i'm telling you you're doing a lot of work and it's it's going to pay off it's going to pay off very nicely yep. uh in december of for all of us this. it sure yep. did making the making the best of a bad situation. But honestly, though, I think there's going to be a lot of people that once they get comfortable with this are going to say, hey, can we introduce a little of this next year? Because I, I really, I'm encouraged by this. I think it's going to be really cool, and uh, I, for one, am yeah. looking forward to it. Yep. Adam Glowalski, our marketing guy, and man who, who has is, not who slept. I cast has figured out a way. They've actually figured out a way yep. so that we could stay in the bar all the time. And... <laughs> Up in your room, virtually. Just you, yep. you can go up with a few clicks and you know a wiggle of the mouse. <laughs> That's right. You can sleep soundly knowing that your contracts have been sent out and everything else. This is, uh, I see a very interesting future. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, Adam, and we'll talk soon. Rick and Rob, always great to uh, to see you. Cheers. Yes. Likewise, yep. dude. So we'll uh, we'll do this again gotta, in a few weeks. I gotta go over to the barn now and find out if that outhouse is actually where they. <laughs> Or they pee at the radio station. <laughs> What's the radio station's call sign? CJ. No, 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 no. You're giving away important information. Can't give away the bunker location. Toronto to yeah. come with all of their millions of real estate dollars and their agents <laughs> and buy up the land around me, Rob. So this isn't going to happen. Okay? Going to turn his backyard <laughs> into a Costco. I'm sorry. This you is can... an undisclosed <laughs> island. We'll edit this out. Oh, I, all right, everybody. I, the first thing I purchased from the local uh, sign guy down the street was Torontonians not welcome. <laughs> You have you have ruined our real estate industry. <laughs> Goodbye. I just I'm just getting started. I'll tell you, <laughs> I'm so sick of them. <laughs> it's just I see them coming, and I'm, I'll tell you, I'll get to you first. That's what I'll do. You're not coming across that water. That's 20 minutes of floating before you get to my shore. Stay away. Get out. Thanks this for listening. Just- 
Toronto people starting to head east are being told that we're all out of time. Go back to their homes. We're all out of time again on the most Damn. professional air show podcast. And I'm Rob Ryder in the business. All right, everybody. And I'm undisclosed. Stay away.